Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor this is my top five M. Night Shyamalan films. Uh, this is a director that came on to the stage of, of the public consciousness with one of the most amazing films of, of all time, I would say. We'll see where that movie lands on this list. Uh, but he's also a director that's experienced not only the highest of highs, but some of the lowest of lows. Producing, directing, writing some of the worst films uh, I have ever had to watch. I went back and I watched every single M. Night Shyamalan film, except for his very first two, uh, Praying with Anger, and uh, there's another film um, that I didn't get to uh, that was right before The Sixth Sense. I didn't watch those two. I've heard they're not good, and they're not very accessible, so I didn't watch them. Uh, but I watched all the other ones. I've watched uh, 12 other of the M. Night Shyamalan films. And uh, it was a, a treat and a torture. Let's just put it that way. A lot of the bad movies that he's made, I have not seen. Uh, so in a lot of ways, this was an excuse for me to actually watch these movies uh, that I've had no desire to watch. And, uh, you know, at least now I have an educated opinion about how to talk crap about those movies. Uh, but he is a very unique director in a lot of ways. Uh, aside from his roller coaster career, uh, this is a man who never gave up. Somebody who started off doing the things that he writing and directing his films. Uh, and then even when he was putting out horrible films, uh, found a way to come back and start making good movies again. Uh, and even the most recent film in old, uh, it seems the the potential for the downward swings of his career uh, are not completely gone because I did not like old. Spoilers, uh, old is probably not going to be making this list. Uh, but he has, he's well known for ha being a... Ha putting himself in his movies. Uh, there are M. Night Shyamalan cameos in almost all of his movies. He is well known for getting amazing performances out of kids. Uh, that is one thing I've noticed re-watching all of these movies, even the bad movies, is that he is able to get really great performances out of kids. And I heard that there was uh, Steven Spielberg tried to convince him uh, to direct the movies in the Harry Potter franchise on multiple occasions, and uh, he turned them down, which I would have loved. I think if M. Night Shyamalan, I think he probably turned them down because they weren't written by him, and he wants to be the auteur and write and direct all of his stuff. Uh, but I would say, considering that is a franchise of films that depends... 100% on the performances of children, I think he would have gotten amazing performances. Like if M. Night Shyamalan directed the first Harry Potter film, which is not a very good film, if he directed that instead of Christopher Columbus, I think that movie would have been held in much higher regard. Um, but regardless, he's gotten amazing performances out of this child actors. 
Uh, his writing style for his characters, there's a very much a low-energy vibe to a lot of his films, uh, where it's really left up to the actor's abilities to flesh out those dialogues and to flesh out those characters uh, in a way, because it really feels like the tone of so many of his movies is very low, chill, slow, quiet, are all words I would say to describe kind of the vibe of his pacing of his films, uh, the performances of his films. Everything is very understated. Uh, he does a lot of long shots, which are amazing. Uh, great camera work, great camera movement in his shot in his movies. Uh, and he's he's worked in many different genres of film, which is amazing from horror to sci-fi to even found footage to superheroes. He's kind of, you know, in a lot of ways, fearless in taking on projects that are different tonally than what he's used to. And yet still making them feel very much from his own voice, even like kids movies like Lady in the Water uh, is is whether they hit or not. He's he's not afraid to take that swing, uh, even if it means becoming a punchline um, and a lot of similar themes. Water is a very similar theme in a lot of his films. Uh, colors, especially the color red, is a, a big aspect of his films. And again, uh, getting great performances from child actors is a very common uh, through line f through all of his films. So with that being said, let's get into my top five M. Night Shyamalan films, starting off with number five. This is a movie that I probably should have left off the list. There is another movie that I could put in its place that probably deserves to be at this number five spot. But I wanted to give some love to this movie because I felt like it did something that nobody expected M. Night Shyamalan to do. This movie coming in at number five is The Visit. The reason why I put The Visit here, which I could have put another movie. I'll talk about the movie that could have been here later on because I don't want to spoil the list. Uh, but the reason I put the, the movie The Visit here, one, it's a good movie. Uh, and it's a good movie that came off of a streak of horrible movies from M. Night Shyamalan. Like, you want to talk about a guy who was able to get himself out of director jail by doing a found footage film? Found footage? And the story allows this found footage, the way what this story is about, these characters allow this found footage film to be shot well is great. I really enjoy it. it it's, in my opinion, one of the better found footage films in general. Uh, it has some terrifying moments. It's about these kids who are going to spend uh, time with their grandparents who they've never met because their mom had a falling out with her parents a long time ago. Uh, so to give uh, their mom a chance to go on a trip with her boyfriend, uh, these kids are going to stay with their grandparents. And when they get to their grandparents' place, they find out uh, that there's some problems. There's some issues. Their grandparents are acting weird. And it's great. I, I really enjoyed this movie. I watched this originally in theater theaters when it came out in 2015. 
Uh, and I rewatching it this time, I think was the second time I've ever seen it. Uh, but I, I liked it when it came out. I was surprised how, how much fun it was. Uh, and uh, for that reason, because it got him out of director jail, because it showed that he's not only willing to try and work within a new type of genre of film, but also just didn't give up on himself. Like, it, it would be so easy. He, he was literally a punchline. Like, if his name came up in the credits of any movie, whether it was him producing it or actually directing it or writing it, like, it would invoke laughter from the crowd. Like, he literally became a punchline. And then he did this movie, and next thing you know, his career is back. And because his career became came back from doing this movie we were able to get uh some sequels to some movies that were just as surprising um so not only is his movies filled with twists and turns but m night Shyamalan's career is chocked full of twists and turns and i don't think we have yet to see the twist ending yet uh but coming in at number five is the visit moving on to number four this is a movie that I almost put at number two. This movie was high on my list rewatching all of these movies. Uh, but it, it kind of like this. OK, the rest of these movies, I think, are just 100 percent great movies. Um, they are all amazing films, amazing movies. Some people could easily argue they are all of these movies could be number one. In, in my opinion and in many people's opinions, I think the rest of this list, right, number five I played around with. It's like, okay, there's a few movies that I could put here at number five. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put The Visit at number five because of what it did for his career and how different it is from a lot of his films. But coming in at number four is a movie that I think some people didn't like, some people did like, but I love it. And it's an alien invasion movie with Mel Gibson, who's got a problematic career in general, or problematic person in general. Uh, but coming in at number four is Signs. Uh, this is a movie, I believe this is the movie that came out directly after The Sixth Sense, uh, his promotionally, his marketing debut film, quote-unquote. Technically his third film, but The Sixth Sense was kind of his first, like, authentically M. Night Shyamalan film where he wrote and directed. So the follow-up to that is Signs, and it is... I think it is. Let me just double-check, make sure that's correct. No, this not. This is the follow-up. This came out... So this came out after Unbreakable. My bad. My bad. <laughs> this is two movies after. But it's great. You know, an alien invasion movie where it's told from the perspective of a single family. Uh, water, again, is a big aspect of this film. And one thing I noticed watching it this time that I don't know if I ever noticed before was there's many shots in this movie that evokes the idea of water, where these shots are done through these old panes of glass in this ranch home where or farmhouse where glass melts slowly over time and causes old glass to kind of have a ripple so when you see these camera shots that are, are photographing through these old 
glass windows and the camera moves like pans back or just moves in general it almost gives the effect of water cascading over what you're watching and it's beautiful and also foreshadowing to the twist of the movie a lot of people don't like the swing away stuff i really didn't care that like i watching it this time knowing all the twists in his movies uh the swing away and the water effectiveness um didn't bother me at all i was in there again great performances from the two kids in this movie you have um rory culkin and abigail breslin just amazing like young i think this might have been the first movie abigail was in amazing performances from these little kids you have joaquin phoenix and mel gibson as brothers mel gibson former priest who lost his faith after his wife was killed uh while because m night Shyamalan fell asleep at the wheel uh but i lo- i loved all of that stuff i really did the the alien aspect of it these crop circles that come up and then they're like you know the knowingly justifying how crop circles can easily be made by people and are made by people in the real world but like this movie you know does it in a way to where it's like oh well they popped up all over like just everything how it's done is so great uh just terrifying moments whether it's the alien reaching under the door frame uh when mel gibson goes over to uh m night Shyamalan's house ray ray reddy uh, trapped one of them in his pantry and Mel Gibson goes over to to investigate and just how that's all handled. Uh, there's some comedic moments in this that I thought were great. Um, there's amazing shots. The whole sequence when uh, the kids get a baby monitor and they realize that they're picking up a signal and they're, the, everybody's kind of realization of this signal and how they're climbing on the car. Just beautiful shots throughout this entire movie uh emotionally invested the whole time um but yeah i had to put it at number number four because there's other movies that i i just enjoy more i enjoy more but uh this is an all-time classic and uh i really like it even though the end like knowing the end it's like okay but everything still comes together like they made the the breadcrumbs that are laid throughout this story may not be as satisfying when they do come together but it's still like i think it still works and uh i really enjoyed it uh so coming in at number four is signs and now a quick word from our sponsor now you can wear the many faces original art by ray taylor select pieces from the ongoing series of abstract ink paintings all products made with high quality materials made right here in the usa Go to inspiredisorder.com slash TMF merch to browse the entire collection and save yourself an extra 10% when you check out by using coupon code RTSTMF. So once again, go to inspiredisorder.com slash TMF merch and save 10% when you use coupon code RTSTMF. And now back to our show. Moving on to my number three favorite, my third favorite M. Night Shyamalan film. This is one that I had below signs at one point. And at one point in my life, this was my favorite M. Night Shyamalan film uh, because I felt it did something that no other movie did. Um, And that being it was an original, grounded, 
superhero movie. And again, talk about a director who's willing to take on different genres of film. Like, Unbreakable, coming in at number three, came out right when comic book movies were really taking off with, like, the spider the first toby Maguire spider-man movie was gigantic and really was the thing in a lot of ways that started movie studios producing more and more comic book movies to where now the majority of movies in theaters are superhero movies uh which say what you will but uh i really appreciate it unbreakable not based on any prior ip and original grounded take on what a superhero story could be uh great performances from um samuel L. jackson as mr glass uh bruce willis as david dunn uh, another great child performance uh by spencer clark who plays joseph gunn uh just a great scene with the uh where he was gonna shoot his dad because he thinks he's a superhero and believes he's a superhero and the way they're able to get him to not shoot him. Very in, very tense scene. Uh, a lot of long takes. That first scene where Bruce Willis is on the train uh, trying to flirt, trying to cheat on his wife in some ways, uh, where you're looking at the whole thing play out between the two seats. Gorgeous. Such a great movie. Um the only reason why I was going to have it even lower is because I am so tired of comic book movies in general, or I should say superhero movies. Not all comics are superheroes, uh, but just the, the overabundance of superhero movies is just exhausting. But uh, I do love this one, and uh, every aspect of it is so great. Um, so coming in at number three and that reveal at the end where he goes to shake Mr. Glass's hand and then he finds out that that he was the one that crashed the plane and causes all of these tragedies in his effort to find the opposite of him. Right. Mr. Glass is the guy that falls apart. His bones are brittle. He just has been broken throughout his entire life. And he knew because of the logic of comic books that there would be an opposite of him to find somebody who is unbreakable. And that being David Dunn uh, and his abilities to David's abilities to like see the bad things that people do when he comes in contact with them. And when he like basically at the end, when Elijah shakes his hand, he's like introducing his real self to like knowingly telling his his nemesis who he is uh is a great twist quote unquote a great surprise ending i would say uh to uh the Shyamalan film so coming in at number three is unbreakable moving on to my second favorite m night Shyamalan film this is the one i think that most people i think some people may have jumped ship from the M. Night Shyamalan train, <laughs> ship, train, vehicle, transportation device uh, during signs. I think that kind of turned a lot of people off. Uh, and then even more so, this one uh, came out in 2004. Coming in at my second favorite Shyamalan film is The Village. 
for a while while rewatching, The Village was my number one. Um, and when I watched it in theaters, I loved it. The, the surprise ending, the twist ending of this, the reveal that happens at the end of this movie, I did not have a problem with, which there's kind of different aspects of this movie that get revealed throughout. Uh, there's a ruse that, that becomes uh, unveiled, and then also just the, the whole time period at which this movie takes place is part of the, the twist itself. Uh, but I love this movie. It is great performances by Joaquin Phoenix and um, what's her face? Bryce Dallas Howard. Their connection and chemistry is amazing. Bryce Dallas Howard playing a blind person. There is a common theme in a lot of M. Night Shyamalan films with people that have disabilities, uh, whether it's Mr. Glass, whether it's uh, Bryce Dallas Howard being blind, whether it's, um, what are some other ones? I know there's some other ones. Uh, I mean, The Sixth Sense, there's a lot of mental uh, situations. Um, the visit, d dementia possibilities. Uh, I, I want to say there's other ones in other, in other movies, but I'm blanking on what those are. But a common thing for a character characters in his in his movies to have disabilities and uh i think bryce dallas howard amazing in this film uh adrian brody plays somebody who is mentally diminished which i don't think rewatching it his character didn't need to have that trait necessarily to do the things he did to justify the things he did uh but i think his performance is great sigourney weaver is great uh, William Hurt is great in this. Uh, and it, visually, the cinematography of this film is amazing. The score of this film is amazing. Uh, I love there is a forest scene where Bryce Dallas Howard's character is being attacked by the, the monster of this film. And it's set during the day, which I appreciate. Most movies... 99.9% .9 of the, those movies would have set that scene at night, uh, which would have made it extremely difficult to see anything. So I appreciate that they did it during the day. And I felt it still had the same tension because you know the Bryce Dallas Howard character, Ivy, is blind. And knowing that provides a lot of stress, a lot of tension into that scene. Um, but I really did enjoy this film so much. Just so gorgeous. Uh, the, the relationship that Lucas and, and Ivy have when he ends up getting stabbed and she has to get medicine. Like, you believe, like, her desire to do the things. And just the next generation of people growing up in this community, like, wanting to venture out to explore despite this fear of these monsters that surround them, that keep them there. Um, I really liked it. I really, it's, I mean, that's why it's my second favorite. I think it's a great film. Uh, it is rated horribly. I think it's like 34% on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. Uh, but I think it's a gorgeous film. I don't, all the performances are great. The, the premise is super interesting like super interesting like these people are trying to form a new community away from what they believe to be the dangers of modern society and despite them trying to do that they can't like bad things happen 
regardless of where you are. Tragedies will happen no matter how difficult you, tr no matter how far away you try to run away from them. Um, so the themes are great, uh, but I think it's a top-notch film from top to bottom. Uh, super suspenseful, super super scary at moments, well-written. The love story is great. I, I, I don't know. I, I really did enjoy uh, The Happening. Or not The Happening. <laughs> That's a horrible one. The Village. Uh, coming at number two, The Village. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions so if you want to start a podcast you're into art ask me anything and so many more things are being added every day to inspire disorder plus so sign up today become a member head on over to inspiredisorder.com slash plus and become an inspired disorder plus member today so moving on to my number one, my favorite M. Night Shyamalan film. It should go without any question what this is. If you're paying attention, if you know, it has to be one movie. And that movie coming in at number one is The Sixth Sense. This is a movie that came out in 1999, a crazy year for movies. This was a, a movie that came out when I was working at a movie theater. And I saw what happened with this movie. This movie came out and just flopped. Nobody saw it. It's a movie that started off in the big theater, right? Because people, maybe it's going to be a big release. Very unpopular. Next week, smallest theater. Smallest, fewest amount of seats in this theater. Small screen. Like that is the theater that films go to die before they're discontinued before they're shipped off back to wherever. And through word of mouth, that movie that was hanging on by a toenail in that small theater got popular and went all the way back to the big theater with the most amount of seats, selling out every show, and it was amazing to see working at that movie theater. Amazing to see people talk about it. Amazing to see people discuss the, the twist, the surprise ending. The thing that, to some of M. Night Shyamalan's detriment, was the thing he was known for. Amazing performance, as always, from the children in all of his movies, from Haley Joel Osment. Amazing performance from Bruce Willis. Amazing performance from Tony Collette, who plays the mother of Cole, Haley Joel Osment's character, uh, where he's having problems and she doesn't know what the problems are. Meanwhile, he sees ghosts. The reveal of that line, I have not seen this movie in a long time because I watched it so much back in the early 2000s. I watched this movie a ton of times. And you kind of just have to take a break sometimes from a movie. So I haven't watched this movie in over a decade. And to go back to this movie, the cinematography is amazing. To think this is 
M. Night Shyamalan's first time writing and directing a film that isn't a student film. And to have the, not only the quality, but watching it now, knowing what the twist is, seeing how Bruce Willis's character, Malcolm, is not interacting with anybody in this movie except for Cole, Haley Joel Osment's character, despite the fact that he's in scenes with other people, is amazing. Shows just how well written this movie was, how well directed like M. Night was to tell this story in a way to make everything hold up and make sense. Um, Again, the performances from Haley Joel Osment are amazing. Just so good. So good. The, 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 the just desire and passion that Bruce Willis had to hold on to what was left of his hair before he, before he shaved it all off was amazing. It's kind of a joke there. Um, there's also some funny comedy where like Bruce Willis is trying to do this magic trick for Haley Joel Osment. And he's like, Oh, I didn't know you're funny. Hilarious scene. Um, Donnie Wahlberg. You want to talk about the only Wahlberg brother to be, have an amazing performance in an M night Shyamalan film. Donnie Wahlberg's performance in that opening scene where he plays the grown up version of a, a, a kid that, you know, Bruce Willis's character was, had helped out when he was a child and failed him. So good. Cinematography, camera movement, direction, writing, performances. Everything is so good. Everything is so good. Like nothing, like no, no meat left on the bone. Like so many of his movies too, like sub two, two hours. Like there's so much stuff, so many layers to a lot of his movies. And he doesn't waste people's times like, like so many directors do. Like a Zack Snyder who will do... Uh, a three-hour movie that is just garbage from start to finish. Just so much wasted time. Do like a four-hour cut of a garbage slow-motion screensaver. Um, such a good movie. I was like so taken back when I watched it again. I didn't know where it was going to land. I saved it for last. And when I started watching, I was like, oh, this is... I mean, it's so perfect. Every aspect of it. The the how Malcolm reacts with his wife and how it's like when you're watching it the first time, how you think it's just like a, ma- a marriage that's falling apart because he's spending so much time at work. But then when you realize that he was dead the whole time and all those interactions were just like they weren't, re- you know, they were her just kind of living her life in mourning and like falling asleep to their their wedding video every night like amazing film a masterpiece for his first kind of major film to be so good had to be so difficult you want to talk about somebody that could have been a one-hit wonder who had the movies of the sixth sense unbreakable signs in the village I, i in my opinion are all amazing classic films despite how horribly they were rated or received at the time uh i think i think you can't find directors doing that quality it's so rare and to like to take chances to tell interesting unique stories and to take chances despite the fact that 
he's getting hate. He ha- he's like collecting haters. Collecting haters like they're Halloween candy. So the Sixth Sense is amazing. Just, I would say this top five list, I mean, The Visit, like I said, the movie that I would have put in the place of The Visit at number five would have been Split. I think that was an amazing performance. I think the the twist end, that that, that was a secret sequel to Unbreakable, was amazing. It was mind-blowing seeing that. Um, and it, great performance, super dark, one of his darkest films, one of his darkest films uh but i wanted to highlight the visit instead and unbreakable that series of unbreakable is great despite the the end battle scene in glass is super underwhelming but as a whole an amazing superhero franchise amazing uh but yeah before i go through my list of my top five let me do my, uh, all right, here, let me do this. I'll do, I'll run through my top five again, and then I'll do my top worst movies. Now, keep in mind, I didn't watch his very first two movies, so those could easily have been on this list of top five worst movies, but starting off with my top five favorite. This is my top five favorite M. Night Shyamalan films. Starting off with number five is The Visit. Number four is Signs. Number three is Unbreakable. Number two is The Village. And my number one favorite M. Night Shyamalan film is The Sixth Sense. Let me know how you would rank your top five M. Night Shyamalan films in the comments. Hit me up on social media. I would like to know. But before I end this episode... This is my top five worst M. Night Shyamalan films. Starting off with Old at number five. Not good. As far as a new release, bummer. I was bummed out. Number two, or number four, is Lady in the Water. Let me do that again. This is my top five worst M. Night Shyamalan films. Number five is Old. Number four is Lady in the Water. Number three is The Happening. Number two is The Last Airbender. And my number one worst M. Night Shyamalan film is After Earth. Let me know how you would rank your worst M. Night Shyamalan films in the comments. Hit me up on social media. After Earth was garbage that is the movie that shows you how horrible of an actor will smith is because it's really relies on an actor's performance to bring an m night Shyamalan script to life and there is no other dead performance just flat empty nothing performance than will smith in after earth plus the accents that they both do are pretty horrible some of the ideas of the sci-fi-ness of it are interesting the how everything's like very organic that's super interesting the themes are interesting uh but the performance of will smith was garb which destroys that movie from ever being anything good uh last airbender from what i've read 
horrible situations. First off, Avatar was stolen by James Cameron for his movie. And then also because Avatar, James Cameron's Avatar, uh, tried to push 3D so hard that the industry tried to make everything 3D, The Last Airbender was cut down from like over two hours to like an hour and a half because they wanted to release it in post-produced 3D. Um, so, I mean, along with a lot of other issues with that movie, I think studio interference really destroyed uh, The Last Airbender, but it's it, pretty garbage. The happening is horrible. Mark Wahlberg's performance and Zoe Deschanel, they act like, I don't get it. That is like, that and old, the performances are horrible. Lady in the Water, just not a very good movie. You know, more of a kid's movie than anything. Um, there's some fun stuff with it, but overall not very good. Uh, so anyway, M. Night Shyamalan, I'm still a fan, despite the fact that Old was another dip. Uh, I'm, I'd still, I'm still interested to see whatever he does, uh, because I know he's capable of doing amazing things. So anyway, let me know your opinions. Be nice. Don't be too hateful. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.